You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your headspace, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, AJ Andrews of JaysRunnerCouch.com, and this episode is brought to you by Locked On MLB Prospects. Locked On MLB... Ah, sorry. Got something in my throat there. Just so excited to talk about the Locked On MLB Prospects podcast, covering every future star of the MLB with host Aram Layton, bringing you player interviews and farm system breakdowns every day. Subscribe to Locked On MLB Prospects on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, I almost almost choked for a second there. Almost, you know, like Ross Stripling on Monday. <laughs> yeah, this is not a happy episode. Um, so let me take you through my Monday. Um, I was playing softball and uh, talking with my friend Nico. Shout out, Nico. Um, he's the one who has Sportsnet now on his phone. So... You know, we were talking about things like uh, the Seattle expansion draft coming up, me and some other people on the team. Um, and then Nico got up and uh, and put the game on his phone. So we were able to watch a little bit, um, you know, while going through our turn in the batting order. And I saw Ross Stripling out and, and he looked a bit flat. I said, all right. And then J.D. Martinez got a double. Scored two. Two nothing Boston. Like, all right, well, not a great start. Um, then I had my turn at bat. Um, I did all right. I, I think I singled in that at bat, um, but didn't score. So then when I came back to the bench, I looked at Nico's phone and it's six nothing. I'm like, what the heck? Um, Hunter Renfro Grand Slam. The heck. Funny how that seems to be an issue for the Blue Jays giving up Grand Slams to Hunter Renfro. I'm like, all right, fine. Went out to first base, play my inning. Came back, looked at screen. Eight nothing after a Kike Hernandez home run. I'm like. Alright, I guess I'm not watching this when I get back home, am I? And I didn't. Because that was all I needed to see. Because it was just that bad. Just that bad. And after an episode where I spent a lot of time praising the Blue Jays starting pitching for what it did to the Rangers, I, I guess they were due a very sharp reminder that Taking down Texas is very easy. But Boston is leading the division for a reason. And it's primarily because of that offense. Even on a day where Xander Bogarts went 0 for 5. Just too many flat pitches from Ross Stripling getting whacked. Too many, like, like just unnecessary unnecessarily bad pitches from Anthony K to to really put things out of reach 
And basically it turned into a bullpen day because I think literally everyone in the Blue Jays bullpen had to work. And that's not good for anyone. I was very happy when today's game got rained out. It actually saved the Blue Jays from having to try and piece something together with Thomas Hatch. And I'll, I'll talk about Thomas Hatch a bit later. I do, I do want to talk about Thomas Hatch. Um, but yeah, it, it just spiraled so quickly. I think the Blue Jays needed that kind of wake-up call after, you know, a Texas series that was, at times, a cakewalk. And, you know, I I believe Ross Stripling got the reminder that, you know, maybe he should have followed Steven Matz to the old high school diamond and, and thrown some pitches. No, Anthony Kay's not going to be throwing any for the Blue Jays anytime soon. He was optioned today. Um... For uh, the combination of, I believe it was Trent Thornton uh, who came up. Um, which, great. Um, but yeah, just basically nothing, nothing good came out of that game. Um, Hatch was going to come up and pitch. Um, and it, it, it just underscores the need for the Blue Jays to find another starting pitcher who can actually take the ball and go out there consistently. And, and it looked like Ross Stripling had found some level of consistency, but it became very clear that it wasn't going to work against teams that are actually, you know, in the playoff picture. And and we saw this right before the break when Tampa Bay seemed to have figured something out on him and, and jacked three home runs. And Boston's no different. Like, Stripling was putting up those good results against teams like Baltimore. Teams like Miami, like the Yankees, who aren't that great right now. But Boston has just absolutely hammered him this season. He's made three starts, and he has given up seven home runs in nine and two-thirds innings against Boston. Just does not have any kind of answer for that team. And maybe that's something the Blue Jays need need to think about even for the rest of the regular season just like make like getting someone up to to get a turn skip in there so Stripling doesn't have to face this team because he's an absolute liability against the Red Sox. Like like it's it's actually you know, it it's comical. It's it's like Stephen Matz's ERA last season. Like like I I said, I made that that point when he came over that you know if you take away Matz's stats against uh, the NL East, he's actually not bad. I guess you can make the same case for Stripling this season, 
um, because he has a 1490 ERA against Boston. Um, and, like, again, you, you can only throw him out there so many times before you just be like, okay, we can't, we can't do this. He can pitch against Tampa Bay, maybe. But Boston, no. Keep him away from Boston. Um, I don't know. It, it was difficult to watch, even on Nico's phone, which, again, thank you, Nico. But, no, it, it became clear that, if anything, the Blue Jays are going to be targeting a starting pitcher at the trade deadline. And, you know, it may be someone who is under control for a little bit. Um, I will be talking about this more later in the week, but, um, eh, fine, I'll spoil a name. Probably a very obvious one anyway. Jose Barrios. Jose Barrios might be a very attractive option for the Blue Jays to go after. And he will be expensive to acquire because he's, he's under team control. But do you want to pony up and get a Jose Barrios who... You know, is called the machine for a reason. Going out there as he is and, and pitching for that terrible, terrible Minnesota team. And still having success. He's still 7-4 and four with a 3.69 ERA. I'd be happy to have that. As opposed to, you know, relying on Ross Stripling and Anthony Kaye to get through a combination of two innings. Without reaching double digit runs. Anyway, I'm gonna try I'm gonna try not to be angry, but that that game was just all kind of bad. Plus, I'm I'm still frustrated about my phone. Um No what I'm not frustrated about um is when I have to get auto parts for my car. Cause that's that's totally something I do. Um but when I do, and when people ask me where to go to get car parts, my, my dad wants, wants to put something on his truck, which is a Frankenstein truck. I tell him to go to rockauto.com. You can save time and money by using their easy-to-navigate catalog. You don't have to drive into the local chain auto parts store and just have them hammer away on a computer and charge you extra. You can do it yourself. And save 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership. Um, and you're supporting a family business that's been serving do-it-yourself mechanics for over 20 years. Offering reliably low prices on anything you can ever need from brake parts and tail lamps to water pumps that don't explode. So... Go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car truck, and when they ask, how did you hear about us, write Locked On in the box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. So I, I know the Blue Jays need starting pitching because, yet again... Stairs proved to be the downfall of the Toronto Blue Jays starting rotation. It began with Robbie Ray in spring training trying to save his infant son 
from falling and, you know, whacking his elbow. And then we get the news on Monday that Alec Manoa has had slipped on the rain-soaked dugout steps at Salem Field and ended up with a back contusion. And he hit the 10-day IL. And I, I was more confident in him than any other starter in this Boston series. Even Robbie Ray. Just because of what Manoa had, had been able to do. And, again, it's it's almost comical. Um, again, shout out to my friend Nico. He... He brought up um, someone falling down, falling down the stairs, and I I had to go go through the Rolodex. I'm like, I'm like, what? Are you trying to remember who who did that? It was Mycerosaurus. He's like, no, no, a pitcher did it. I'm like, Robbie Ray again. He's got to get a gate for his kid. Nope. It's Manoa because the Blue Jays can't have nice things. It's not in their nature. So, with Manoa out, the Blue Jays' options for starting pitching have taken yet another hit. And and they took even more of a hit with TJ Zoic being DFA'd. Because at least Zoic you could count on for coming up and at least trying to keep the ball down and and delivering four innings. That's... That's no longer the case, although he wasn't doing a great job of it this year. Freaking 6.60 ERA in five outings. Gave up six home runs. It just wasn't working. So, I understand how he was chosen for the DFA slot over a guy like Anthony Kay, who was, prior to Monday, a little more successful at keeping the ball in the park. But if you look at this roster, like, what other options are there for the Blue Jays if this keeps happening? Because, um, I, I mean, Nate Pearson is dealing with a sports hernia. So you're probably not going to him anytime soon. Um, Patrick Murphy's been a reliever this entire season. Um Ditto Trevor Richards, so you're not going to be able to switch those guys into the rotation. Um, and and that kind of left Thomas Hatch as the lone guy available. And I I I I I studied a little bit of what Hatch had been doing in his return from his shoulder issues. And he'd been steadily working up. He made his season debut on May 20th against Worcester for Buffalo. Three innings, gave up two runs. One of them was earned. Gave up a homer. It was all right. But he was he was clearly getting better um, as he got lengthened out. Uh, his last start on July 13th against Lehigh Valley, he pitched five innings, gave up three hits, only one run. Start before that against Rochester. Five innings, one hit. Walked three batters, but eh. Walks are a little more controllable than hits. Anyway, 
started to started to seem like he'd been stretched out a bit, which is what the Blue Jays wanted. So that that looked good. That that looked serviceable anyway. But it was it was going to be another bullpen game because Hatch just got up to five innings at the end of June. And expecting him to go five innings against major league pitching is a bit more of a stretch than, you know, if he's uh, holding guys like uh, Corbin Joseph um, accountable in a game. I was, I was trying to think who took over the Rochester affiliation because I know um, Minnesota put their triple-A team in St. Paul. Turns out it's the Nationals, which is probably why they were very easy to deal with. But yeah, it's it's tough to look at that and, and say that, yeah, the Blue Jays are going to be all right. They, they have the depth. They, they don't really have the depth anymore. Not on the 40-man. Not with, um, not with Zoik's DFA. Like... Trent Thornton, unless they start stretching him out, which I don't know if they really want to do that. And even when he has been out, he hasn't been very effective. Um, they, they, they can't really do Chatwood because he's already been basically assigned as a reliever. Um, and then after that, you start looking at like, guys who aren't on the 40-man roster right now, who you're going to have to, like, um, move to 60-day or something like that to try and get on there. Um, or keep dfa guys, which, I mean, given some of the performances this year, I'm kind of all right with it. Joel Pamps was DFA'd. I'm, I'm fine with that. You, you can't believe his numbers. I'd be fine if Anthony Castro was DFA'd. I know, I know, big, big turnaround from where he was uh, back in May, but there, there are better options that I, I'd like to see on there, and maybe it's a bit fortuitous that they, they did get Bowden Francis in that deal with Milwaukee that uh, sent Rowdy Tellez over, because, like, they... I, I read some reports on Francis when he came over. They think he can be ready to pitch this year. And looking at some of the stats he put up um, in between double A and single A, I believe it. And, you know, he's he's continued that in Buffalo as well. I think his first start, he gave up one run um, for, for Buffalo in his debut. So, you know, it, it's annoying, but at, at least there's some people. It's just going to be a pain in the ass because the Blue Jays are, are just continually running out of options. And, I mean, are, are they going to be at the point where they, they have to look at, like, Jacob Waggis back again? I mean, Wagusback hasn't been terrible in Buffalo. He's got a 3.20 ERA this season, but again, I'm I'm not thrilled with that prospect. 
but that's where the Blue Jays are at. And it's it's going to lead into a quick final thought. But before we get there, I have to tell you about Spotify Green Room, um, the first social audio platform made for sports fans. It's an app that's free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite sport. You can start enjoying conversations about the Blue Jays or any other team, and you'll find fans just like you for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to big news or rumors. So if the Blue Jays get a starting pitcher, you'll be able to talk about it. You'll find Lockdown hosts on there across ENBA, MLB, and NHL. I'll be joining the app as soon as I have a phone that works. Thanks, Kudo. Anyway. Go download the free Green Room app now, currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the MLB group for the latest league updates. There are a ton of incredible rooms around your favorite teams and leagues. I'll join you when I can, and I'll let you know once the Locked On Blue Jays room is live. So download the Green Room app today. Green Room, changing the way we talk about sports. You are Locked On Blue Jays. Your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So the Blue Jays are spared having to rush Thomas Hatch out there. Um, The Boston game tonight was postponed for August 7th. Which means it'll hopefully be played in Toronto. And there will be a lot less Red Sox fans actually cheering at the Blue Jays home stadium. Um, I I know this was the last, um, home series in Buffalo and, and I'm going to give a quick shout out to the people in Buffalo. The people in Buffalo have essentially taken the Blue Jays in for two seasons. And there was a reason the Blue Jays brass really wanted Buffalo as their AAA affiliate with the proximity to Toronto um, the fact that it wasn't freaking Las Vegas, which I don't know how many of y'all remember Las Vegas as the AAA option for the Blue Jays, but it was bad. Second, they lost Syracuse. It was just garb. Like, you couldn't do anything with it. Like, you, you'd basically have to hope all your injuries happened while you were on your West Coast road trip. So... They made getting Buffalo away from Cleveland a priority. And, you know, when when a bunch of the affiliates ended up shifting around, it made it a lot easier. Cleveland just ended up taking Columbus from the Yankees. Um, the Yankees at the time went to uh, Scranton-Wilkes-Barre. Um, and now, I, like, it, like I said, with the, with the new... Um, <laughs> With the with the new bit of bit of musical chairs that ended up happening, um, uh, now I believe yeah they still have Scranton Wilkes-Barre, but I believe they moved. Um, um, I I I believe they got a new Double A team. I don't think they're in Trenton anymore. No, they're in they're in Somerset, former Atlantic League team. Um. But yeah, like, I, I have a point with this. Blue Jays focused on getting Buffalo in the fold, especially with, you know, Ottawa not being an option. Um, 
And it's paid dividends, especially in the past couple seasons, when, when essentially they did have some semblance of a home. Players did, had some place where they could get a spot and at least know they weren't going to be trapped in a hotel. At, or, or in an unfamiliar hotel, anyway. So, Buffalo came in, adopted some Canadianisms in Salem Field, and, and at least gave it some semblance of home. And they weren't treated to playoff baseball because um, that's just not the way it worked. But they did a really good job in a tough circumstance. And um, I saw a, a really nice suggestion. Um, I believe it was Jay's girl Emily on Twitter who said it. Um, encouraging people to make donations to food banks in Buffalo the same way that they made donations to food banks in Pittsburgh when it was thought that the Blue Jays were going to be sharing the Pirates Stadium. Um, I would encourage that. And, you know, when the border opens up and you're fully vaccinated and are able to travel back and forth, I'm, I'm, I'm going to encourage you to keep supporting the Bisons. Keep making that, that trek. Because um, I don't know if you've seen some of the ticket prices uh, for Blue Jays games, but they're stupidly high. Like, like they make no sense right now. Don't, don't pay $25,000 for a ticket. I, like I said, Nico, I should make Nico my co-host for this episode because I had some good conversations with him on Monday. He was looking at tickets. He found one in the in the 500 level for 25000 Don't. There will be other games. You do not have to blow your freaking budget on one game. Like I said, when the border opens, go down, support the AAA team in Buffalo. Or, you know, if you're an East Coaster, you can make a trip to AA New Hampshire. There's there's a good place there. Just remember, it's it's an organization that works together. And Buffalo really stepped up in, in that case, so... After, after talking about Thomas Hatch, I, w- I wanted to give that shout-out there. We'll talk about Robbie Ray tomorrow um, and see what he can do against Boston. Make sure you're subscribed on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, the Odyssey app, wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss an episode. And while you're at it, check out Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. They get you daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite pick, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcasts. Um, you can follow this podcast also on Twitter and Facebook at Locked On Jays. Episode links are usually posted on Twitter. And you can follow me on there at A underscore J underscore Andrews. The underscores are there because Twitter is dumb. It is dumb. All I'm going to say. Anyway. Until next time, which might be based around Pokemon Unite, since that is dropping in 34 minutes from now. Um, but yeah, we will talk then, hopefully, about a bounce-back performance from from the bleaches maybe continue george springer resurgence that'd be nice you had three hits in that monday game that was a plus anyway until then for everyone at the locked on podcast network and everyone at jaysfromthecouch.com 
I'm AJ Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode. And y'all take care.